Welcome to the Hour of Glory broadcast with Reverend Jonathan Ekuban, Senior Pastor, Springs of Life Chapel International. It's our prayer that you receive the heavenly touch that you so much desire as you listen to the message today. Now, here is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. You make my life so beautiful. The good book declares in Revelation chapter 1 verse 3, Blessed is he that readeth, and he that heareth the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Saturday, 8th October 2016 at 4 p.m. sharp, the city of Accra will come to a standstill as the faithful gather together to outdoor a transgenerational life changer. A special book authored by Reverend Jonathan Ekuban, founder and general of Seer of the Springs of Life Chapel International, titled How to Step into your new season. Venue, Springs of Life Chapel International, Zoe Temple, Bachona Dogono, off the Spinkters Road at the Bachona Ecobank Junction. Remember, it's Saturday, 8th October 2016 at 4 p.m. sharp. For more details, visit www.jonathanecuban.org or call 0244-438-300 to reserve your seat. Join the launch, support a worthy course, and be part of the refreshing new season of greatness. God bless. Anoint my lips that I speak away as of an oracle in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. See, when you have a picture, the beauty of the picture is determined by the frame that is placed on it. Now, your words frame up your life. Your words frame your world. The word of God in your life will determine what happens to you in your world. Amen. So, I'm talking about the power of words. The power of your words. Hallelujah. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 10, it says that they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. That means that the blood and the word. So your word determines your world. You overcome by your words. Okay, so how do we overcome by our words? So we get to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, and I'm teaching. Tell somebody to teach him uh -huh. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 to 3 quickly the Bible says in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep now the earth was without form and void the Hebrew says tohu vabohu it means it became without form and void when something became it means it didn't used to be and it says that darkness was upon the face of the deep and oftentimes these three things happen to us number one our world becomes without form that means shapeless void means empty and number three darkness comes upon it. That means that our lives become totally disconfigured and we don't know what to do. But the Bible says that in that state, the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and God said in verse 3, let there be let there be light and there was light. So when God was presented with his chaotic world and things were not in proper arrangement, all that God had to do was to declare let there be light and there was light 
God spoke. And when God spoke, it, it happened. It means that there is a creative ability in the word of God. Amen. Now, when you get to the verse number 6, verse number 6 and 7, the Bible says that he said, God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. And let it divide the waters from the waters. And verse 7, part B. Verse 7, part B, he said, and it was so. Now, jump to the verse number 9. Verse 9, God said, let the heavens under the heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear and it was so. Verse number 11, God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth and it was so. So he realized that whatever God said, it was Hallelujah. It was so means it came to pass. It means that the word of God, the spoken word of God always becomes materialized or becomes actualized. The verbalized word becomes actualized. Am I preaching to you? Now in Genesis 1.26, now if God speaks and his word comes to pass, then let us look at what God did. For God to continue his creation, God did something. He said, Bible said, God said, let us make man in our own image and likeness and let them have dominion. The word image means nature. Likeness means to function like. So we're created in God's nature. And what's the nature of God? Bible said, God has eyes. The earth is his foot too. He sits on the throne. His hand is not short. So it means that the way you look like is the way God looks like. Are you getting me? Yeah, his hand is not short. Do you have hands? Yes. The ears of the Lord, you know, here. Do you have ears? Yeah. God breathed from his nostrils. Do you have a nose? Yeah. That's here the mouth of the Lord. Do you have a mouth? Yes. God seated on a stool. Do you have buttocks? God has got so buttocks. The Bible says that the earth is his full stool. And the Bible talks about the, the back parts of God and all those things. So it shows that that is the nature of God. And then he functions like likeness when we say somebody is like this person it means he functions like him is that right and god functions by speaking and so if we're created in the image and the likeness of god then we also our functioning like the way we function like god is by our speaking all other animals they are not articulate like we are when god speaks god speaks articulately you hear him is that right very audibly very clearly if you hear animal even even was a monkeys they are not as articulate. They are not as clear. So he realized that one special thing that God gave to us to be like him is our ability to express ourselves articulately. Amen. That means to, to say exactly. When your dog is barking, I mean you can just only conjecture to see that the dog either is hungry the dog wants to wee-wee or poo-poo or whatever. But the dog cannot, he doesn't open his mouth and say, as a baby can say, I want, I, I want to poo, I want to wee, I want to eat or whatever. Are you following what I'm saying? Okay. So, man was created in the image and the likeness of God. That means that man was created with the ability also to speak like God. And when he speaks, there's a creative force behind it 
so that it happens. That's why in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, he says that whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Slap your friend and say, you shall have whatsoever you say. Jesus was saying that, look, when you encounter a mountain, and a mountain means a difficult or a challenge, he said that whosoever shall say, whosoever shall speak to the mountain. So when you meet a mountain, you don't laugh about it, you don't complain about it, you speak to the mountain. Slap your friend and say, speak to your mountain. He said, what, what do you say? He said, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. So when you are confronted with your mountain, you will tell the mountain to move. Now if the mountain moves, it means that there is a spirit or a personality behind the mountain. That's why the mountain had and moved. So behind a lot of our challenges and difficulties are spirit beings. Let me tell you, not everything is natural. I will preach a word on that later. Are you getting what I'm saying? Not everything is natural. Many things happen. There's a supernatural aspect to the whole thing. Supernatural aspect. Poverty, there's a supernatural. Prosperity, there's a supernatural. Marriage, there's a supernatural. Many things, supernatural part. That is what we are talking about, the supernatural invasion. So the word of God, when it invades your life, something supernatural happens. Be that removed and be that cast into the sea and shall not doubt in the side. That means that your heart is a place of incubation. Your heart is a place of fertility. Your heart is your spiritual womb. And what you put in your heart is what you give birth to. But shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. So all you have to do is to believe that uh, the thing you are saying will come to pass and you will have. May you have what you say. Amen. You didn't hear me. I said, may you have what you say. Amen. May God, Lord God Almighty put his word in your That's why the Bible says that open your mouth wide and I'll feel it. It means that whatever you say, Psalm 81 verse 10, whatever you say, whatever you open your mouth wide to say about it, God will bring it to pass. That's the meaning of I will feel it. Amen. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. His name is The good book declares in Revelation chapter 1 verse 3, Blessed is he that readeth, and he that heareth the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Saturday, 8th October 2016 at 4 p.m. sharp, the city of Accra will come to a standstill as the faithful gather together to outdoor a transgenerational life changer. A special book authored by Reverend Jonathan Ekuban, founder and general of Seer of the Springs of Life Chapel International, titled How to Step into your new season. Venue, Springs of Life Chapel International, Zoe Temple, Bachona Dogono, off the Spinkters Road at the Bachona Ecobank Junction. Remember, it's Saturday, 8th October, 2016 at 4 p.m. sharp. For more details, visit www.jonathanecuban.org or call 0244-438-300 to reserve your seat. Join the launch, support a worthy cause, and be part of the refreshing new season of greatness. God bless you.
Open thy mouth wide and I will feel it. May the Lord feel it for you. Amen. I said, may the Lord feel your mouth for you. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Can I have an amen? We're going to get into the word of God and look at a certain man who spoke. And when he spoke, the Lord filled it up for him. And that is in Luke chapter 7 verse 1 to 10. Now, you can speak fair-filled words only when you hear the word of God. Now, Luke chapter 7 verse number 1 to 10. The Bible says that when he, Jesus, had finished all his sayings in the audience of the people, he entered into Capernaum. I'd like it in New King James if you can. And a certain centurion servant who was dear to him was sick and ready to die. Now, a centurion is a, a, a leader of hundred soldiers. Century, century, century. Is that right? Centurion. So if you, have, if you hear the word century, that's hundred. Okay, centurion. So he was a leader of hundred soldiers, and he had a servant, and the Bible says that the servant was dear to him. May you become a dear servant of God. In your office, may you be dear to your boss. Whoever you are servant to, may you become very important. You see, sometimes people think that servants are not important, but no, servants are important. Very important. Amen. Very, very, very important. They are very dear. And so this person's servant was dear to him. And the servant was sick and ready to die. Now, if you have a servant who is sick and ready to die, oh, and you love the person, you want to do everything for the person. Amen? There are servants that you want to help them even better than your family members. Because they contribute better to your life than a family member. I'm preaching. And the verse number three. Let's go on. Don't worry. So when he heard about Jesus, somebody say, he heard about Jesus. He sent elders of the Jews to him, pleading with him to come and heal his servant. When he heard about Jesus, he sent. It means that you must hear about Jesus. What did he hear about Jesus? He heard about the fact that Jesus is a healer. He is a deliverer. And Romans 10, 17 says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when they came to Jesus, they begged him. Amen? And when they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly saying that, the one for whom he should do this was deserving. You know, sometimes you realize that say, do this for this person because he deserves it. Amen. Amen. And he said, for he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. May you be known as a lover of, of the people of God. Amen. Yeah. He loves our nation and has built a synagogue, has built us a church, church, church. If you think if you build God a house, he will not be happy with you? Yeah. That is the reason why, listen to me, those of you happy to build the house of God, listen, God will be happy with you, happy with your children and your children's children. Amen. May God be happy with you. Amen. May God be gracious to you. Amen. He said he loves. You see, they gave Jesus the reason why Jesus must go and heal or attend to the call of the centurion. If there's a challenge... What can we say to Jesus that Jesus, you must do this for this brother because of this or that? When Dorcas died, the women said, We will not allow her to be buried. And they brought Peter and said, Look at the clothing she's done for the widows. She takes care of people. Why do we have to bury this good person? You will not be buried. We will not allow you to die. We will not allow you to fail. We will stand with you. We will pray with you. We will ensure that what ever God has ordained for your life will come to pass. Amen. He said he loves our nation. And so Jesus went with them. And when he, he was already not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him saying, watch this. 
he sent friends to him saying, Lord, do not trouble yourself for I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. You know, sometimes some people when they are coming, say, no, no, you don't need to come. You don't need, whatever you want to come, no, you don't need. And then he said, therefore, I did not even think myself worthy to come to you. But just say the word. Tell somebody, say the word. Tell another person, say the word. He said, say the word and my servant will be healed. Now do the King James for me. King James, same scripture. Luke 7, 7. King James says, speak the word. But say in a word. Say, some version says, speak the word. Hallelujah. So say in a word and my servant will be healed. Hallelujah. It means that the saying, the saying of Jesus' word, the saying, and the saying of Jesus' word is what? Is the word of God. So it means that when you say the word of God, it will bring about an answer. That's what the Bible says. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them. So what the centurion was saying is that just send the word. Send the word. I have been called tonight to send the word. I said I have been called tonight to send the word. And to release the word of the Lord unto you. And change is coming to somebody. As you are hearing the word of the Lord. And the Bible says that I am also a man placed under authority. Having soldiers under me. I said to this one go and he goes to another come and he comes. And to my servant do this and he does it. It means that when I say my words are obeyed. Is that right? So if I, a centurion, a human being. I'm not a creator. And I speak. And human beings enforce or my words are enforced. Then you, Jesus, when you speak, I, the creator of the universe, when you speak, your word will be enforced. Tonight, the words of the Lord will be enforced in your life. I said the words of the Lord will be enforced in your life. It's true. Amen. Bible said, when Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him and turned around and said to the crowd that followed him, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Jesus was going to die. He said, Jesus, don't come. Just speak. Just speak. Yeah, he believed in Jesus. It means that, he said, I have not found what? Such great faith. It means that there are different types of faith. We've got, when you read the Bible, there's great faith, there's strong faith. The Bible says Abraham was strong in faith. There's weak faith. There's little faith. There's an ever-increasing faith. Different types of faith. It's in the Bible. So may you have an ever-increasing faith. That leads to great faith in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And the Bible said those who were sent, returning to the house, found the servant well who had been sick. After he spoke, after Jesus spoke, when the man went to him, and he said, this is it. As he just went to Jesus, and then he had an encounter with Jesus, he was healed. So you realize that this man had great faith. Now there's somebody else known as a Syrophoenician woman who also had great faith. Mark chapter 7, verse 24 to 31. The Syrophoenician woman. The Bible says that from there he arose and went to the region of Tyre and Sidon and entered the house and wanted no one to know it, but he could not be hidden. Wherever Jesus is, he can't be hidden. <laughs> Wherever the anointing is, he can't be hidden. And he said, for a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. Have you seen head? This one too, there's a hearing. That's why the reason why faith comes by what? 
hearing. And that's why when we come to church, we want to preach the word of God to you. Because when you preach the word of God to you and you hear it, faith will be built in your heart. And every time you find that Jesus will say, thy faith has made you whole. He didn't say that prayer has made you whole, but thy faith has made you whole. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. The good book declares in Revelation chapter 1 verse 3, Blessed is he that readeth, and he that heareth the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Saturday, 8th October 2016 at 4 p.m. sharp, the city of Accra will come to a standstill as the faithful gather together to outdoor a transgenerational life changer. A special book authored by Reverend Jonathan Ekuban, founder and general overseer of the Springs of Life Chapel International, titled How to Step into your new season. Venue, Springs of Life Chapel International, Zoe Temple, Bachona Dogono, off the Spinkters Road at the Bachona Ecobank Junction. Remember, it's Saturday, 8th October, 2016 at 4 p.m. sharp. For more details, visit www.jonathanecoban.org or call 0244-438-300 to reserve your seat. Join the launch, support a worthy course, and be part of the refreshing new season of greatness. God bless Welcome back. Stay tuned. This woman had and she came and fell at his feet. And the woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth. And she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. Hey, she had a daughter who had demons. And if you have a daughter with demons, the demons must be cast out. Amen. 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 We don't catch demons, we cast them out. We don't catch witches. Amen. So if you're in this church, you, say, you see some of you like to go to places here. We don't catch before. If you are looking for that in this place, you won't find it. We will cast them out. We, we hear shouting or you hear whatever. And sometimes the, the demons will go without the shout, but they are gone. Because as you keep coming, you keep coming, you hear the word of God. The light will confront the darkness. And when the light shines, the darkness will run away. That's the reason why there are some lifestyles in you. They are darkness. They are demons. But the more you hear the word of God, the more you come to church, the more you hear the word of God, before you realize that lifestyle, you are, you'll be looking for that lifestyle, you can't find him. The desire for George, you don't have it again. The desire for a man with a broad chest, me, that who is not your, your partner, you don't have it again. The desire for, for thought, you don't have it again. The desire for the alcohol, you don't have it again. The desire for the wrong lifestyle, you don't have it again. Because that demon has been arrested and that demon has been cast out by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. He cast him out. But Jesus said to her, you see, when he, she came and said, cast out the demon in my daughter, Jesus said to her, let the children be filled first. The children that is talking about the people of Israel. Jesus came for the Jews. So let the children be first. And she was a Greek. She was a Gentile. And then he said that it is no good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Is that a normal thing to do? 
When the baby's food is there, you go and give it to the dogs. No, you don't give it to the dogs. Yeah. But you see, she answered and said to him, Yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. You know when children are eating? I said that they're breaking some of the bread and all those things. Uh -huh. So he said that, look, if you call me a dog, it's okay. I'm still ready to stay under the table and the crumbs that come down, I'm ready to eat it. That means that I am ready, Lord, to receive. She was a desperate woman. She was desperate and determined. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, if you are desperate and determined, a change will happen in your life. When you come to Jesus, you don't come and body, body. And that, that's what I'm saying. Even your posture, when you come to church, the way you sit in church, your attitude, your desire. How do I know? The Bible says that when the Lord saw their faith, when he saw their faith, it means that there's an attitude that shows that you are there to receive. And there's an attitude also that I don't care, I don't mind. I'm only here to register my name. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? You must have a desire. You must have hunger in your heart. You must be passionate. You must desire that I didn't leave my house to come to God. Lord Jesus, once I have met you, whatever is in you, I'm getting it. Hey. Hallelujah. Then he said to her, for this saying, for what? This saying, not this prayer. For this saying, this the saying what means that for this expression of your faith, go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. It means that your expression of your faith drives away demons and witches. So there are times that, listen to me, there are times that you don't even need to pray about things. Why do I, am I saying that? One time, there's a certain man of God known as Lester Samra. And then he was lying somewhere in a room. And then he found out that his bed has been pushed all the way from one corner to another. And then when he lifted his eyes, he thought, oh, what is going on? Then when he lifted eyes, he said, he saw that it was the devil. He said, ah, I thought maybe some element or whatever has pushed the thing. You, come on, push the, the thing back. And the devil pushed it back. Oh, yeah. No prayer. Expression of faith. Hallelujah. And when she had come to her house, she found the demon gone out and her daughter lying on the bed. <laughs>Oh, what a word. This has been Reverend Jonathan Ikuban who brought you this message. You can call Reverend Jonathan Ikuban on 026-3316-457. That is 026-3316-457. Stay tuned. Same time next week. We can't end this broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make the greatest decision in your life. That is salvation. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just say this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sin and ask 
for your forgiveness. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please take control of my life and make me what you want me to be. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful gift of salvation. Amen. If you pray this prayer sincerely from your heart, then you are a child of God. Find a Bible-believing church and join. Or you can fellowship with us at Springs of Life Chapel International so you can grow up in your faith and fulfill your destiny in Christ. Thank you for listening to the Hour of Glory broadcast. We hope you have been blessed by today's message. We invite you to join us at Springs of Life Chapel International and be part of a great family. Sundays, first service 6.30 to 8.30 a.m. Second service 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We have our teaching service every Wednesday from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. And prayer and miracle service every Friday from 6.30 p.m. You will find us on the Bachona Dogono Road off the Spintex Road at Bachona Ekobang Junction. You can always call plus 233-244-216-084 or plus 233-262-589-060. Email revjekuban at springsoflifechapel.org. Revjekuban is spelled R-E-V-J-E-K-U-B-A-N. One word. Visit our website springsoflifechapel.org and our Facebook page Springs of Life Chapel. Springs of Life is one word or Jonathan Ekuban.